everyone, and welcome to Gore Gab. I am Uncle Ponyboy, and I'm here with Daniel J. McGillicuddy, and we are going to talk about Cabin... Cabin Threeverse. Cabin Swimmer's Itch. Swimmer's Itch, yes. This movie (laughs) was a a surprise to me. It's actually called Cabin Fever 3, Patient Zero. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could... That would be the real would explain. I could, I could explain that, I guess. That's not really what... It's not Cabin Threever. This one's on Netflix, so... I mean, all five of you listening need to go out and watch this movie. It's worth it. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, definitely... So when did this movie come out? Let's see. 13, 2013? Something like that. It may be newer than that. Yeah, Actually. I honestly didn't even look. 2014. 14, so. Yeah, this is a newer one. Um, Not I, any better than anything else that we've seen. No, definitely doesn't live up to, like, Cabin Fever. I enjoy Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever's a good movie. It's it's better than uh, the remake of Cabin Fever, which is literally the exact same movie, and it is a pile of trash. I don't understand how you do that. I don't know. I, I okay. So I'm not an Eli, we. I don't. I'm not an Eli Roth fan anyway. I think that he's kind of like a human dumpster fire. But he, yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess some of his brightest moments are okay. Yeah. So, hostile. Hostile. Uh, hostile Two is a fun movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. I a mean, lot. we were you know Cabin Fever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What other Eli Roth movies are out there? Uh, the Green Inferno, which sucked. Yeah. Dude, I like the old like exploitation, like Italian exploitation stuff. Like I understand what he was trying to do, but he did not do it well. I mean, it was basically like a, a remake of Cannibal Holocaust. Well, right? yeah, but there, yeah, but there was no like, there was no tension in the movie at all. Like I didn't give a shit about what happened to anyone. It wasn't like it was like. I don't know, everybody was going nuts about how gory and crazy it was, and it was not any worse than anything else that I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like one of those that, that stands out, like, man, have you seen The Green Inferno? There's a hundred other movies that I would recommend before The Green Inferno. Well, and that's, I mean, so that's Eli Roth's thing, though, is is gold. Sucking. Well, and sucking. Yeah. But no, he's like, he just like tries to push gore and torture to... New levels. Yeah, and I feel like he didn't do that even though with the Green Inferno. I don't think that it was like, oh my god, I didn't see anything I hadn't seen. Before, right, and not that he's always successful. I think that's just his goal. Maybe, maybe I went in with expectations that were unrealistic for that movie, but yeah, I mean, uh, that's literally all I think about whenever I see it or anything. I just think I would rather just watch Cannibal Holocaust if yeah. I'm gonna go for, uh, yeah, no, for sure, native yeah. folk eating. Uh, Americans or yeah, like yeah. city folk or whatever. I mean, well, well, I think that cabin. I think cabin fever. Patient Zero makes cabin fever look like a masterpiece. Yeah. Uh, so this movie is just I, there's so much to like. I we picked it because we thought it was gonna be shitty. Yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised it's it is a uh, it's enjoyable yeah and so don't get me wrong it's shitty i think it's kind of confusing the way we talk we describe movies because some movies will say are shitty and they really aren't even like a fun thing to watch but then we turn around and say another movie shitty but then the next sentence we're like that is a yeah good thing. a good shitty yeah, uh it's yeah. just that's just how this works when you watch these types of movies uh, There's lots of Sean Astin in this. Th- yeah, Sean Astin, which this seems 
I don't. I'm not sure what was going on with him when he was like, "Yeah, I'll do. I'll do." Cabin Fever 3. Yeah, I don't think he really gives a shit at this point. I mean, he, he was Samwise, man. Yeah, he the was. dude's got all the money he needs to make. Yeah. Like, so now, maybe it's just for fun. Right. I mean, he will forever be able to live off of his role in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, doing Comic-Cons and signings and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. royalties from the movies and stuff. But uh, I just, you know, at that point, you would think you would like really only get in on projects you were passionate yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he like he looks like a like Meryl Streep caliber in this movie compared to the other people. Yeah, I mean, I don't really nothing he did stuck out for me. He just reminded me of Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he looks like Zach Galifianakis in this movie. He's got the beard. I mean, this is like the second time that a character in a movie's looked exactly like Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah, uh, that we've done, but. I'm okay with it. I enjoy Sean Astin. I think he's. I think he's good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't like he was doing stuff in this movie that is it, like stands out acting wise. It no. was just that everybody else sucked so bad that his scenes were really good in comparison. Yeah. There, there's a lot of yeah. There's just a lot of things wrong with this movie. We'll touch base on that. But yeah. Well, that, also, I also want to make it clear that we have not seen Cabin Fever two. Yeah, we have not. So we don't know if. I would imagine that nothing in Cabin Fever 2 has any effect on Cabin Fever 3 since Cabin Fever 3 is supposed to be a prequel to Cabin Fever. Right. Cabin 3 is, is a prequel to a Cabin prequel. Uh, so, Fever. I, yeah. But anyways, just in case there's some Cabin Fever fans out there. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, that guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking right, about. Right, this happens in the third one because in the second. I know we'll get like so many comments. Yeah, like and retweets blown up. I'm just kidding. That will happen. Yeah, no. This That's is literally. Yeah, this literally. We're just talking to ourselves. At yeah, this point. That, that's that makes it fun though. Yeah. So, anyways, 2014, Cabin Three, Cabin Threever, Cabin Three, Cabin Three, Cabin Threever. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the name. <laughs> we're, of not, it. we're just taking the word fever out completely. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was called Cabin Three, Cabin <laughs> Threever. <laughs> That would be great. That would be a much better name. Swimmer's itch. Yeah, I mean, they they make it abundantly clear that it is called Patient Zero because in the movie, that's one of the first lines that comes out of somebody's mouth. Yeah. Is, he's Patient Zero. He's Patient Zero. So I guess let's go over like a basic kind of what goes on in this well, movie. Well, first of all, who who directed this? Do you have the director's uh, name? K.R. Andrew. I don't know how to say his name. It's K-A-A-R-E. I don't want to look it up. I don't really care that much, but he directed it. Fucking terrible director. <laughs> He's done. So I think he did maybe ABC's of Death. He did a, a segment in that maybe. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Yeah, I mean he sent some shows on ABC and stuff. Yeah, he did. He did a a part of ABC's of Death, which I don't know if you've ever seen that. There's about. Th- Three shorts in that entire movie that are worth watching. Well, no, but he's done like some television shows. Nope, no, no television shows. Who am I thinking of? The guy that did the last movie. Oh, he. Okay, yeah. Uh, John Lucenhoop. Okay, Lucenhoop. No, wait, that was the movie. It was Intruder. The guy from Intruder, when he got older, did like a bunch of TV shows, like good TV shows okay. and stuff. John, John Lucenhoop didn't do anything. Okay, I'm yeah thoroughly confused by ABCs of Death and ABC Television uh, <laughs> Network. <laughs> Have you never and, seen ABCs of Death? Uh, no. It's just a bunch of short films. It's like a, a super long version of VHS, kind of. Okay. And it's just a bunch of little shorts. One uh, for each letter of the alphabet. Yes. And wait, does in the X... It's as clever as it gets, really. In, in X, does someone get killed by a xylophone? No, but... 
I don't know why they didn't. <laughs> somebody somebody missed the boat on that yeah, one. That was a golden opportunity that nobody capitalized yeah. on. And I'm I'm always always down for a good xylophone death. <laughs> Man, the mallets, dude. It sounds beautiful too. Yeah. You don't even need a score for a xylophone death. You no. just let that thing do what it does. That, that is the score. Well, I guess right off the bat, let's talk about the um, cinematography of this one. Yeah. Okay. So. The first, like, so, so you want to talk about, like, what happens up to those initial beautiful shots? No, let's just talk in straight general. Into, straight into that. Okay, the, I got you. I the, got you. The first thing I notice about this movie is apparently it was shot with no image stabilization. Oh, man, it is like. It is the shakiest thing I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure that Mr. Andrews had his head cocked to the side the whole time. Well, too. yeah, so the horizon is always. Off center, yeah. So there's never like a shot where the horizon is level. No. Uh, and, and the entire time the camera is shaking, not in like a home movie type like Blair Witch Project way. No, it's like he is trying to quit drinking alcohol. Yeah, and like I mean, it's it's like the quality of the picture is is good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a it's very high quality. As far as like the production of it goes, but right. the like operation of the camera, it's like they didn't have a gimbal. Yeah. And yeah. they shot the whole thing by hand and it is shaky as fuck and off center. Yeah. Uh, paired with billions of lens flares. Oh, so many. It's worse than any J.J. Abrams movie. They're like seen. lens flares galore. It was like they brought in J.J. Abrams and they were like, just make this movie better however you can. And he was like, lens flares. Just, lens just flares, do lens, lens flares. flares. Dude, yeah. I see a lot of places you could throw a good lens flare in there. There are so many lens flares. They look fake, too. Like, they look like oh, post-production yeah. lens flares. I'm pretty sure they were. There's no I, way that they were real. Uh, yeah. I mean, couple all that shit with the fact that it looks like he's got one foot in a like a hole the whole time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, definitely cockeyed. The whole thing is cockeyed. Yeah, he doesn't know how to use his horizon line at all. Right. And I don't know if he's doing that on purpose. He had to have. I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like who well no, who would go who who would take this movie into post production and come out with Crooked Horizons in ninety percent of the shots and be like, Alright, this looks good. Who I don't know. So I like, don't have the answer for that question. It had to have been on purpose. Maybe it you, was. You could not have accidentally done that. If it was, it was a terrible decision. It was. On his yeah. part. Because this whole movie is shot cockeyed. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty noticeable right off the bat, too. Like, the yeah. outside daylot... Daylot? Daylot. All the daylot shots in the beginning of the movie. And it's like this beautiful, like... where Do you even know where it's shot? Does it say... No, but I'm, it's like, sure... I'm sure it's on, like... It's some tropical island. It's like South America. Yeah, it South America, like. Central America, somewhere. Um, so I guess we can get into the plot. Or yeah. Now that we've rampaged on that enough. Yeah, we can do that. It's So So it starts with, uh, you know, just the basic, like, slow-mo credit sequence. It's kind of like filling you in on what's going on real quick. They find Sean Astin hiding in a closet in this house where everybody's skin has fallen off or disintegrated or it has been eaten by a flesh-eating virus. Fascitized. Yeah, it's it's gone. I don't know if that's a word, but... Yeah, I don't nec- really know what that means. Nec- necrotizing fasciitis. Nec- okay, yeah. Now I, got, now I know what skin, you're talking about. Skin-eating disease. Yeah, so it's... Their skin's gone. They pick him up. 
taken back to a laboratory to be quarantined, basically. So this is the whole movie is Sean Sean Astin's in this laboratory being quarantined because, because he he's is, immune. Because whoa, whoa, he is patient. He's zero. patient zero. Yeah. So the he, doctor says that. I want to make that very clear. He, he's patient zero. Like one of the first lines of the movie is the doctor saying he is patient zero. Yeah. And uh, the writing in this is incredible too. We'll get to that. Yeah. Really good writing. When I say incredible, I mean awful. It's as bad as it gets. <laughs> yeah. Incredibly bad. Yeah. The uh, so that is kind of kind of sets up one plot point. Yeah, so you have this, basically, you have this quarantine lab off the coast of wherever we're at on yep. an island uh, where they're trying to create an antivirus for this necrotizing fasciitis. Yeah, which they, like, we talked about this while we were watching it, but it, somehow these doctors, so from what I understand, this is, like, the first, like, outbreak of this virus was, like, in this cabin or whatever, right? right? How they somehow know like how everything about this virus at this point. Like, yeah, and they talk about it multiple times. Like they know how it's like stages and like everything that happens with it. And so how infectious it is. Yeah. Like how it can be spread. So this is a prequel. And they're straight up like they Yeah. Th- there's been one occurrence of this and they are like, This is the deadliest virus ever. Yeah. It's a pandemic. And yeah, it's gonna be a pandemic. They just know. Yeah. So anyway, that once again, the writing is on yeah. point. So th- our other uh, plot point, which will converge, is a group of hooligans. Yeah. There is uh, one, what's the guy that's getting married? Mark. Mark. Is, Everybody calls him Marky Mark. Yeah. Super clever. The So I guess we could call them the Funky Bunch. Yeah, so it's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. They're uh, all meeting for Marky Mark's wedding in this... Yeah, he's Central he's American marrying country. some rich, uh, sophisticated S- Central girl. or yeah. South American girl. Yeah, so they all <laughs> it's Marky Mark, the funky and his bunch. funky bunch comprised of Dobbs, Dobbs, who is like this ultra annoying like I don't even know like he I, just reminds me of like Shaggy. Yeah, he's kind of that like stonerish character. I mean, it, it's pretty much like the uh, the horror movie. Trope crew. I mean, yeah. it's what it is. It's I mean, just all the stereotypes that are in every movie like this. For real. Yeah. I mean, Mark. You know, Mark's like the reserved, like, quiet, cool guy intelligent. Get, getting his life together. He's Fred from Scooby Doo. Right. Yeah. Uh, or or the equivalent from the Funky Bunch. Yeah. And, and then there's uh, Shaggy, who is Dobbs. And then uh, what's the third guy? Um, Josh. Josh, he's Scooby-Doo. He's like the... Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's like the meathead idiot of the bunch. Right. Which, some of his lines are... Amazing. I I don't even understand how they could, like, try to get you to care for these people in any way, because they're all the worst. Yeah, they they have zero... Like, they're comprised solely of character flaws. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, dude, so they all go to the wedding. This is just... This just tells you the kind of guy that Josh is. This is and this is Mark's brother, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So they go to the wedding. They're all at the wedding. Bride and groom are up in front of everyone with the uh, the bride's father, and they're speaking or whatever. Josh, the fucking groom's brother, comes stumbling into the party, and you he's know, like, "Oh, what's he wearing? Yeah, he's wearing all fluorescent beach gear. Yeah, his tank top, uh, swimming trunks, and big fucking sunglasses. Right. And he walks up to a table, like flips some shit over." 
and says, who ate all the pussy? Double thumb points to himself and goes, this guy. <laughs> yeah, classic. And that's literally like all of his lines in yeah, this movie. Everything he says in this movie is on par with that. He is the douchiest douche. The douche. That, that there could, yeah, that's ever douched. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah, so. 100%. So they basically surprise Mark. They're going to go out on a yacht. Yeah, so. For his bachelor party. They and surprise we him. We forgot to mention Penny. Oh yeah, we we meet Penny, who is Mark's 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 ex girlfriend that is dating Josh, and Josh doesn't know that Mark and Penny dated some love triangle for one summer or something. Bullshit. Yeah, they say at some point it was like just one summer or whatever. Right, with her boobs because out. boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had her boobs out for that scene. Yeah, yeah. She does. She definitely pulls her boobs out. Yeah, and tries to seduce her ex boyfriend's brother. At his wedding. Who is her ex-boyfriend. So she's also just a great person all around. Great A personality. I mean, that's definitely who you you want at your house. So that's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So they go out on this yacht, basically. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to go to a private island for his bachelor party. Yes, yeah. So they surprise him, take him out. The, the The bride stays... Yeah, his bride stays. Like she doesn't, you know. So it's her, it's Mark and his funky bunch, basically right. at this point. Uh huh. So they all go out to this. Gonna go to this uh, island. We get some more shots of uh, Sean Astin's character Porter in the uh, the quarantine area. Yeah, doing some crazy shit. He's basically just like trying to resist them. Trying to find a cure for the disease. He's really being an asshole. Okay, see, it. that's what I was going to say, because to me it seems like he's almost like the villain in this fucking thing. Yeah, because they're like, we're trying to create a, uh, you know, antivirus for this so that it doesn't right. spread and become a pandemic. You're... And he's asymptomatic. That's what drives me crazy. Is like, so he's not dying. There's nothing wrong with him. No, but he's carrying the disease. Right, but his son, his son died, right? And I understand that he's trying to... He wants to see his wife. Like, right. I get that. But they try to explain to him multiple times. They're like, listen, man, we're just trying to keep you in here. So, so that nobody can... catches it and we can create an antiviral. Yeah. That's what. And he's like, I have rights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to talk to the embassy. Yeah. yeah. And, and then decides to try and not try. Then he just spreads his disease. Yeah. He So they come in to try to. Uh, he's upset because they're trying to like experiment on him and stuff. And. They come in there and they're like hazmat suits, and he rips one of the guy's suits open after he cuts his hand open with a spring. Yeah, spring from his mattress. Yeah, and then he rubs it all over the guy's face to infect him, just to be like a dick. Just to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. it was just like there was no reason for it. For sure, I he he, he was had, like, I want to see my wife. Right. And they tell him his wife's dead. No, his son is dead. Well, they tell. Okay, I thought they said something about your wife's dead, too. That's possible. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, it's all real fucking stupid. Because yeah. Sean Astin's just being a giant turd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, I mean, I get it. You Whatever. Like, he's doesn't want to be experimented on, and they won't let him go. But at the same time, if you're... If there's, like, this crazy virus, and you're immune, like, you, yeah. you have to. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, you have to, like, man up and be like, all right. All right, yeah, I need to just help these people out right. for a second. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, we also meet the uh, the other people in the lab that are important. So first of all, do you ever... Oh, wait, no, we see the hazmat guys. But it's, it seems to me it's just Camilla. Right. Uh, I don't know the nurse's name with her boobs out all the Yeah, time. there's a nurse that's literally wearing, like... She's wearing a lab coat that's... She looks un- like she dressed up like a fucking lab technician she looks, for Halloween. She looks like... Uh, 
the girl from Enema of the State. Like she the does. cover of Enema of the State. She does. That's exactly. Janine Linda Moller. Yeah. If you own that Blink album, yes, that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, that's exactly what she looks like. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, she, and she dresses that way. Right, she's wearing a bra and a lab coat. Yeah, basically, and yeah. That, and that's it. Yeah, and she, like I said, she looks like she's wearing a costume. Yeah, it looks like a sexy nurse Like Camilla, I can see being She looks like a, lab a like professional, yeah. professionally dressed. Dr. Edwards looks like probably what a doctor would look like. Yeah, and then she looks like a slut. She looks she's wearing a slutty nurse costume. Yeah, sluts McGee. Uh, over here. So then it cuts back to the boat. So basically there's just a back and forth right here where it's like, this is what's going on in this story with Porter. And then there's what's going on in this story with Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. So there's like a scene where they give him a giant dildo as a joke gift. Which will come into play later. Boom. Boom. Yeah, yeah. They're, Josh and uh, Dobbs are super stoked. Stoked on it. About this giant dildo. Right, and then that's where him. Penny gives uh, Marky Mark a little sentimental gift and then tries to bone him. Yeah, he like he's like, they're like giving him shit about his wife or something, and he's like, you guys can keep talking, but after tomorrow, that's your that's my wife you're talking about. And then right. he gets up and like angry and goes down into the... Hole? What do they call that? I don't know. On a yacht, the bottom area. There's a name for it. No, I, yeah. I don't know. They go, he goes down there and he's like sulking with his arms crossed against the window. He looks like a 16 year old girl, basically. Yeah. And she comes in and boobs out. Yeah, she comes in and just like drops her boobs out and is like, Will you fuck me? And he's like, No. Yeah, yeah. He turns her down. He shoots that shit down. Oh, yeah. And uh, props, to, props to Mark. I guess. <laughs> I guess. So, I feel like it's not that hard to not have sex with your brother's girlfriend. But. Well, no, that's not necessarily what I meant. <laughs> now, you try, don't make me sound like a douchebag. <laughs> like mean, this guy that I do the podcast with. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. What an asshole. Uh, so, I, yeah, I mean, from here, we just, they get onto the island yeah, they arrive at the island at this point and go snorkeling. Go snorkeling. So two, uh, Penny and uh, Josh go snorkeling. And while they're snorkeling, um, they see a bunch of dead fish. Like every fish is dead. Every fish in the water is dead. The entire ocean has died. Yes. Uh, they get out of the water and Penny develops swimmer's itch. Yes, all over her body. All over her body. Probably the worst case of swimmer's itch I've ever seen. Yes, so she's getting boils, and uh, I bet it's because she didn't pat dry with the towel, because that'll cause swimmers. Oh, yeah, she probably, she went with the... If you wipe with yeah, the towel... irritating rather, the skin. Yeah, man. rather than pat. You're irritating Swimmer's swimmer itch, itch for days. Yeah, nobody wants swimmer's itch. Yeah. You gotta follow the procedures. Yeah. The swimmer's itch procedures. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's probably a sign posted about swimmer's itch and how to not get it. Yeah, yeah. At the beach. The I'm deserted sure. island beach. Uh, they're like, yeah, there's a big sign that says, in case of swimmers. Case of swimmers and there's like pictures of somebody <laughs> patting their their arms. Yeah, I think that's probably a thing. I know it is. Uh, so, if it's not, there's something wrong with the world. Oh, I know. So, anyway, they uh, she they, they notice her swimmers in it. She goes in the tent. We run over, we cut back to Porter doing... Whatever Porter's Evil doing. Porter shit. Right. Like, basically just saying he's going to kill everybody at this point. Like, let me out or I'm going to 
kill myself. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Kill yeah, that way you don't have a way to make an antiviral. Um, and then Nurse Boobers goes over yeah. and starts helping with the guy that he had infected earlier. Yes, and she gets blood vomited on. Dude, I think the vomit's really gross because it's it's not like red, dark, bloody vomit. It's like this has this clear quality to it watery, too. So it's like bloody. red tinted, watery bile stuff. Yeah, it looks. It's also kind of brown. Yes, it's real nasty it's looking. Pretty gross. And dude, when, okay, so when we say she gets puked on, it is like somebody put their thumb over the end of a water hose and sprayed her in the face with it. Yeah, it's so. I, and this is really, I think. So there's this scene where the guy that's been infected uh, is on the stretcher, and they come in and they're going to give him a shot, and they tie a tourniquet around his arm. Oh yeah, that's a- and they pull it. And his arm, like the turning it, just like cuts into his nasty yeah. uh, arm that's decomposing, and it sprays like pus and shit. So what? It's a pretty cool shit. Yeah, these are like the. This is where we get into the special effects, which are one hundred percent the savior of this movie. Oh, dude, there's some great stuff in this. There's some really great special effects shots in this, which I agree. I think it really like if there would have been shitty special effects, this movie wouldn't be worth watching. No, no, and, and I mean it's enjoy like it's enjoyably bad. Yeah, and yeah. then you couple that with like the good special effects, and it kind of becomes really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's it's there's some great stuff in it, man, and it's it's like a gross out movie. There's a lot of like a so I'm a big fan of body horror stuff in general. Like I love that shit. The thing I love uh, from Beyond, I think, is a great one. I mean, there's Street Trash. Yeah, any Cronenberg stuff, The Brood, Street Trash. <laughs> I love, uh, I love body horror, and, and this movie does it really well. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's pretty much all practical effects. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there's no CGI, which like a lot of movies like this go CGI. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty. I, th- I think I saw one scene where there was some pract or some uh, CGI blood spray toward the end, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it's all practical. I mean, that's. Just like uh, I watched the Evil Dead remake again the other night, and that's what makes that movie so intense and hard to watch in parts is its practical special effects, and it's amazing. It's just not used enough. I just don't understand why they don't use it as I much mean, anymore. You, like, you can make a shitty movie that has terrible acting, terrible screenplay, and great practical effects, and it's totally fucking watchable. Well, there's a ton of movies like that in the 80s that are considered classics that right. you watch them and they're pretty shitty all around but they're known for that insane... I mean, there's the rare ones that are great movies too, like The Thing. Right. But, like, I mean, there's... Most of them are not The Thing, you know? So, yeah, I think it's really great. I think they did an awesome job on, on all of that stuff yeah. in this movie. For sure. So, anyways... Uh, that guy infects Dr. Boobs. And she runs over and, and hoses herself off and lays on the floor yeah. in the shower. Crying. Crying, yeah. And then we, so we, this is where we cut back to the tent oh, and yes. Josh is checking in on Penny who is now, she's got pretty, some pretty big boils and stuff on her arms and stuff and. So he decides it's a good idea to go down on Yeah, her. yeah. He asks her if she's allergic to salt water. Right. So they rule that out. No swimmer's she, itch. Yeah, she's not allergic. So we don't have swimmer's itch going on. And he rubs her down with lotion and then decides to go down on her. Yes. And so he's going down on her. Everything seems great. At one point, he even looks over and notices, like, the horrible boil on her leg. And, like, his eyes get real wide. And she just grabs his face and shoves it right back down in there. Yes. And she lets out some painful-sounding screams. She screams, man. Yeah. And I guess he takes this as pleasure. But he 
continues going. Oh my god, dude! I don't even. I feel weird even describing this scene, dude. It's fucked up. Yeah. So he get, he says he baby pop, he pops up and he's got blood all over his face. So he says he first he said he says baby you got so wet. Right. That's right when he pops up. Yeah, and he pops up and it's not just blood on his face. There's like gore. There's like, like I mean, tissue. Like yeah, like hanging from his lips. Skin and bloody chunks and like. Oh my god, dude! It is intense. And that's when he says, "Yeah, baby, you got so wet." Yeah, yeah, and it is. And she follows that up by leaning up and blood vomiting oh, all over man. him. She projectile vomits blood right into his mouth, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh huh. So it really is disgusting. Really gross scene. Pretty great. Yeah. So he runs out. He runs into Mark and Dobbs. They're gonna go get help. Right. He's like, they're like, all right, we're gonna go help these guys. Right. Uh, he's, well, he says, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Hey, we're gonna go help these guys. Why this guy? Nobody talks like that no, in this movie. Not and at nobody all. says that. Well, at they. All. So they they see him and they're like, Josh, what's up? What happened? What happened? What happened? He says yeah. it three times because he says everything three times. Yeah, yeah. What happened? What happened? What happened, man? Uh, and Josh has it's like this really terrible moment where it's like a slow. It's like a slow pan. He's like, I think Penny's sick. Yeah, and she, dude, this guy's the worst actor in the movie. And it's like, you didn't think she was sick when she had fucking boils yeah. all over her? Him and Nurse Boobers are like right there together yeah. on the, the acting scale. Pretty terrible. So yeah, they decide to go get help. They're like, you stay here with Penny. We're going to go get help. And they find the bunker. Yeah, they find this bunker basically where... I mean, this, there's a bunch of stuff that happens down in here. They find a bunch of bodies floating in, like, a... I guess, like, a body disposal sewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just bodies. Uh, so, like, that's how this this quarantine lab deals with their their dead subjects. They just throw them in this fucking pool of water and leave them there. Yeah, so we get into this, like, weird, like, all of a sudden, everyone is uh, a zombie. Yeah, I, I don't understand this either, because... Now, like I said, in case unless there was something explained in two that somehow tied back into one, that tied into three, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think that there is. Oh, uh, yeah, probably not because I there was nothing about cabin fever that was like zombie esque. It was just you got sick and you died. I think they tried to cash in on the zombie craze seven years too late. Is what happened. Maybe, but it. Yeah, so like all these people in this bunker, which I'm guessing is the above portion of the underground lab where they're keeping Porter, yeah, have somehow become infected. Yeah, uh, and also the zombie can shoot a gun, and they're zombies. Yeah, too. He shoots guns. He looks like Bub from The Walking Dead, or not The Walking Dead. Yeah. God damn it, Day of the Dead. And he shoots this gun at them. So it's a zombie. That, that's probably the other greatest part of this movie. Is it the gunshot? Oh man. Okay. So they anyways, and all you need to know is they're like they're trying to figure out how to get out and how to get help. And, and we, this is where we notice this is where we notice Marky Mark's uh parent ability to triple say everything yeah. that comes out. Like he's a tripler. They're running around and he's like, Come on, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna get out of here. We're gonna get out of here, man. And then he runs over, he's like, That's a map, that's a map, that's a map, and points at the he's map. He's like, We're here, we're here, we're here. This is us, this is us, yeah. this is us, and yeah. points at the, I mean, I'm serious, this is like Probably for a minute and a half straight, everything that comes up. Like, I told you, I think it's like, to me, it looks like they were just like, all right, here's your lines. Just go for it right here. Act like you're, like, scrambling around. And he yeah, just go crazy. couldn't find anything else to say that fit with the rest of the writing. Right, he was just so like, he just said 
the words three times in a row. Yeah, he memorized the lines and then just said the same thing, either just three times exactly the same way, or he alternated it a little bit. Yeah, but anyways, lots of threesies. It was super hilarious. It's funny. Uh, So they're fighting their way through... Uh, at the same time, Josh has the walkie-talkie on the beach. He gets a message on the walkie-talkie where it's like, "Who's like, I'm Doctor Edwards. Edwards, like, I'll help you. Come find me. I'll help you." Yeah. So Josh leaves Penny at the tent and goes to the bunker. After he dumps like pure alcohol over his body yeah, for there's some a, reason, there's a scene where he like rubs some ointment that. Apparently, he's made of alcohol. Dude, it looked... I'm pretty sure it was hand sanitizer. Yeah, or something like that. He just sprays it on his body and yells, All over his, like, boils that he's getting now from his vaginal... He has become infected. Face melt. uh, Which they talk about how it's not airborne. It's only spread from body fluid. Yeah, yeah. But, like, all the people that go inside the bunker are, like, face-to-face with and, like, touching... Oh, yeah. uh, Like, other zombies or whatever they are and like there's no way that they don't have it but they don't like they don't yeah yeah but one of them gets it but anyways so marky mark doesn't get it anyways they're just fighting their way through this bunker Well, he also didn't get in the water at the beginning it's true he decided but they snorkel every day bro but dobbs gets it and he didn't get in the water either yeah no sense uh, yeah so (laughs) anyways they uh they're fighting their way through the bunker and we come to the showdown with gun zombie. Oh my god, man. This is this is one of the funniest scenes in the movie by far. It may be the best scene of the entire movie. So this guy, I yeah, this guy is like has the advanced nasty jams. Yeah, his Papa's I think Papa's got the dirty jelly. The dirty jelly point. at this point. Yeah. yeah. He's straight sick, body is decomposing. Yes. yes. Anyways, he's got a gun and he Points it at Dobbs, or... Is it Dobbs, and Dobbs is trying to run away. And he fires the gun. Yes. And the kickback recoil from the gun snaps his forearm in half. And the, off. Yeah, <laughs> it just snaps his arm off, and the gun shoots, like, flies backwards and still, sticks... Still in his still hand. Still in his hand, sticks into his face and kills like him. Like, deep into his face. <laughs> like, his knuckles are touching the bridge of his nose. And it is so fucking it's, great. That's one CGI. Of the most ridic- one of the most ridiculous yeah, things. That, 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 that one's CGI. Seen. I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite so ridiculous. Uh, no, never, actually. But it's... Super it's good. Amazing. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like it. Uh, so the the bros all run into each other at this point. Mark is basically reunited with the Funky Bunch. Yes, minus Penny, and they start fighting. Right, because there's Dobbs some, left him fighting, left him behind, and yeah, and so they go down. This is where they actually stuff. make it to the laboratory. Yep, they finally make it to the lab, and they Nurse, run into Camilla, Nurse Booberton first, and Nurse Boobs, and she comes up with. Like a face mask on. And so basically her and Camilla are like trying to convince them which one is not infected. Camilla looks completely normal. Right. Nurse Boob has a face mask on and there's noticeable stuff around her eyes. Which, here's one thing I don't get is if they've got the Sean Astin in quarantine and they've kept every other infected person in quarantine because they don't know the people upstairs have been infected at this point. Um, Right. Because they're on lockdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And... So they don't know anybody upstairs has been infected. 
Well, why, why is Dr. Booberton walking around River, infected? Oh, we didn't talk about this earlier. So whenever she gets vomited in her... Whenever this guy vomits in her mouth and on her face... So this whole time they've been trying to keep Sean Anyone, Astin yeah. in quarantine. And because when he gets that guy sick, they quarantine they him They immediately well. quarantine him, too. She gets her face puked on, which for some reason she was in the room with this guy with no protection at all. Right. Boobs out. Boobs out. Full face on out. cleavage out. Yep, she's wearing gloves. Yeah, she has gloves on. The guys, the guy in the full hazmat getup is like, hey, help me hold this guy down. She right. gets her face puked on, immediately just runs out of the room into the into the like open lab area. Right, and that's when it goes on lockdown. Yeah, that's when they put it on lockdown. So she's now just running around infected and they haven't done anything to try and stick her back in quarantine. Right. They just were like, here's a yeah. here's a mask. Don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, wear this mask. So anyways, yeah, they're like, Camilla and Dr. Booberton are trying to convince the Funky Bunch and Marky Mark which one of them is not infected. Yeah, yeah. And Camilla's like, take off your mask. Yeah, yeah. And she does. Some great, great effects. Yeah, really cool special effects again. Uh, She pulls down the mask and like her lips and the bottom of her face are gone. Yeah, pretty much like her entire jaw so you can see like the tendons that move yeah. her jaw up and down, but like you can see all of her teeth. And... and for some fucking reason, they feel like they have to make her make zombie noises and flick her tongue around like and she's lick, not a normal fucking human being. Lick her anymore. teeth and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's not some like zombie. She becomes animalistic. Yeah, she'll be like, and like fl- she like flicks her tongue out of her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it is really. Unnecessary. Yeah, she doesn't have lips, so she can't make those. Noises. Yeah, I feel but like if if Seth points watched this, he'd say it was unnecessary. Unnecessary. That is an unnecessary scene. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, they're like, okay, so she's infected. They go and they talk to to talk to Doctor Edwards. Yeah, and Doctor Boobs. I keep switching between nurse and doctor. Whatever yeah. she is, mm-hmm. runs out. They, she go, runs away, and Josh is outside too at this point. Yeah. And she hits him in the face with a. Log. Well, no, this is that's later. They she comes to Doctor Edwards with them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The because Josh is with them. They because Josh has met up with them. They've had their little fight or whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 So they go talk to Doctor Edwards. Uh, somehow they come to the conclusion that Doctor Edwards is trying to spread the disease via the sanit like sewage system. Yeah. The so the this fucking like disease. Like testing laboratory or whatever the fuck just it is, drains into the sea. Just drains into the sea, like yeah. She, and he's like, "I don't know, maybe the sanitation lines drain into the ocean. It's not my lab. It's not my lab. You don't know how the lab works. Right. So you he's just like, come in there and you're just like, let's do some shit. Guys. How should I know? What do we do with these bodies? Dump, Dump them in them. the water downstairs. Yeah, put them in that like water thing that runs. Well, off there is a the room ocean. full of water over there. <laughs> I think that's what we do with. Them. Seems like a good place for bodies and a. Yeah, uh, self-destruct button. Yeah, Big Pharma's got their body dump over there. Right. Uh, so, yeah, basically they decide they're going to blow the place up. Oh, yeah, they set the... Uh, so this laboratory has a self-destruct system. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And uh, Porter goes and, and helps them do that. Yeah, Porter helps them since he's... So, like, the tr- the thing to, like, turn off the sewage and start the self-destruction is in the water... The yeah, water body dump. Yeah, so he has to go in there. So he has to go in because he's immune, immune, and yeah. set it up. Anyway, so at that point they go to do that, and that's when Doctor Boobs and Josh head back to get Penny and to meet. So they're gonna get Penny and meet them yes. at the boat. 
So that's when Dr. Boobs destroys Josh's face with a, oh, with a stick. That's a great shot, too. She hits also, him in the face, and he like hits the ground, and you think he's like knocked out. And then he... It cuts back to him and he lifts his head up. And like his skin has been like, is decomposing. So when she hit him in the face, it like ripped his jaw yeah. off. Yeah, his jaw's like hanging. And yeah, it's like hanging off his face. Some it's another really cool shot, more man. Great makeup. Do the makeup in this, like. I need to look up, I need to see who did the special effects work in this. Because it is really, it is really good. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and then, then we run into, so they go set it to self-destruct. Yeah. Dr. Boobs kills Josh, runs down to, to the, the boat, beach. and yeah. she's going to get on the boat the and, dinghy. and take off by herself. Yeah, she's going to get on this dinghy and just go out into the ocean, apparently. And Penny's like, hey, who are you? Oh, Penny Pen- looks like a walking corpse at this point. Yeah, so Penny is She 100%. looks like prosciutto. Yeah, like, it reminds me of Martyrs. Like, I want to wrap her in some mozzarella. Like, it, it reminds me of Martyrs. Yes. Like that's what it is that it reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. Like the way she looks, especially that, and the and the way that Doctor Booberton looks at the end of this scene is like viscerally. It's a it's a pretty affecting shot. Yeah, it, like you feel yeah gross about she's it. She's laying there and she's just like screaming. But anyway, they fight. Yeah, yeah they, so they they have this showdown. Yeah. We also forgot to talk about the scene earlier. Before we get into this, yeah, there's a scene earlier where Penny is in the tent and Josh. Tries to help her up, and he grabs her by her oh, forearms. Yeah. yeah, and her skin all and her pulls skin off. just pulls off. Yeah, and yeah. it is fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's like she has a latex suit on. Yeah, latex and, skin suit. And like, oh, dude. maybe that's saying something about the special effects, dude. It's gross. Yeah, oh yeah, it was nasty, man. It was a good shot too. Uh, so they fight, they throw down. But yeah, so so Penny and Doctor Booberton have like a weird like zombie uh, fight. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's pretty ridiculous yeah oh man um and there's it, some pretty gnarly shit in this fight dude and it it anyways it evolves into them inside the tent with dr booberton choking out penny yeah after they've like ripped each other's skin off and, and pulled like, like chunks, chunks of, of their shit. scalps out yeah and, like, and then this is a scene too where dr booberton for some reason she starts like jerking around all like like she's possessed almost yeah she she starts making zombie noises and flicking her tongue around again like i don't know if that was an artistic choice (laughs) on her part or if that was a director thing but not not either way a terrible choice yeah a really bad decision but anyways so they end up in the tent dr booberton on top of penny choking her out Penny's trying to grab the dildo off of the bed. Right, yeah. Which there's a bunch of cut scenes. This like, is like a, a probably a solid 15-pound dildo, by the way. This yes, it's massive. a massive dildo. Yeah. Uh, and they like there's like a bunch of different cuts from like angles yeah, of different the shot. Angles of it, yeah. And the dildo's in a different place in every shot. Yeah, it's like a little bit further away and then a little bit closer. It'll be like turned the other way. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, not not cool. But, yeah, no. uh, but so anyway, she chokes so, her out, basically. Nurse Booberton chokes Penny out. And she's about out, and she, like, smacks her arms. Yeah. And and Booberton's arms that are strangling her just snap in half. Yeah, yeah. And she falls over, and this is where you get that really crazy 
shot where it's like her face and she's yeah. screaming and she has like no real skin left and she looks really decomposed at that point and, and it's it, it like pretty yeah, intense it's, looking yeah it's affecting i don't know if i don't know if it's the movement of her mouth the way it's moving plus the scream like yeah. it just it just has one of those really uh dis- it's got a really good like disturbing thing going on for yes. it yeah, uh, it's a great it's a really good, good shot yeah. and then we're talking about this artistic shot. And then Penny picks up the dildo yeah. and <laughs> yeah. smashes her face. There's this beautiful artistic shot and then somebody gets their face smashed with a dildo. <laughs> a 20-pound dildo. Yes. Uh, no, which, this is for real, though, by the way. She gets her face smashed with a dildo. Yeah, she really does. And, and it still, it looks fucking oh, yeah. great. It doesn't cut away. It's one of those great shots where, like, you see the dildo connect. And her, yeah. <laughs> I promise we're not talking about porn. Yeah, you see the dildo connect with her face and, and it, it just, just crushes, crushes it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's... Dude, it... <laughs> this is the best conversation. Yeah, it's a really good one. I, I enjoy this. But... Yeah, so so they... At this point, the only people left are... Marky Mark. Dobbs. Do- Dr. Yeah. Ed. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Eddie. Camilla. And Sean asked it. So there's still five people. Yeah. I made it sound like it's like there's only like two like people. Everyone's just... dead except everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, somehow Mark and Dobbs get separated as well. Uh, and Dr. Not Mark. Uh, Dr. Edwards and Dobbs get separated. Yeah. And yeah. they're walking back towards the boat. And uh, he basically is like, you're going to die unless you let me check out your wounds. Yeah, And yeah. Dobbs is like, oh, okay. Okay. And then he kills him. Yeah, he punches him in the face, takes his gun, and, and then, then shoots, shoots him. him. And, yep. and that's the end of Shaggy. That's that whole... That's, that's Shaggy shag. dude's end. Yeah, he's... Right there. He's deadsies. Uh, so, then we cut... They all end up on the beach. They now. all end up on the beach, and there's like a showdown where Mark gets shot by Dr. Edwards. Yeah. And so you find out Dr. Edwards is a piece of crap. Huge piece of for, shit. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and Porter shoots him. In the jugs. In, right in the neck, yeah. yeah I mean, by, I mean jugular <laughs> by that. No, I didn't think about it before I said it, but it, now, yeah. Yeah. The jugular. The jugular. Yeah. Uh, and, Not in his breasts. And then they get on the boat and leave. Yeah, pretty much. So here's one thing I didn't think about is, what about Penny? Right. Do we ever see her die? Yeah, what did happen to Penny? Radio silence. Yeah. I, we, the wheels are turning. We do, we do not remember what I happened don't to Penny. Know. I mean, Penny doesn't really matter. No, she doesn't, but... She's there for the throwdown with, yeah. with uh, Dr. Boobins. For the dildo face smash. Yeah. I mean, she's beyond help at this point. Do they yeah. kill her? I don't remember. It, we don't remember. It doesn't matter. But I mean, she will die. She doesn't get on the boat. She just like falls over next to uh, Doctor Boobs a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so basically that's the end of her. I'm pretty sure she just dies at that point. Okay, well, anticlimactic considering she just fought for her life. Oh, the to whole die. ending is anticlimactic. It, yeah. There's nothing interesting about it. They try to make it interesting. Yeah, so they leave on the boat, and they get back. They the they captain the, picks them up. They leave yeah, on the dinghy. On the dinghy, and then a get captain. On the boat. Uh, I can't remember his name. I had it written down earlier, but uh, the captain that dropped him off comes back and picks him up, and they're sitting there. Mark and uh, old Marky Mark and Camilla are sitting there in the boat. And Porter, bring, Porter brings them some water. Right. Perfectly clear, nice-looking spring water. Yeah. They drink some of it. Porter goes out, shuts the glass behind them, and they start talking. And and uh, Marky Mark says, "I can't believe that this all started with a mouse." 
Right. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he like starts explaining how he saw pictures where they had traced it to this mouse. And then it turns out that Porter had... When he cut himself he cut with the spring. Yeah, with the spring, the mouse... He covered a mouse with his blood, let it go. It got up into the bunker, and that's how everybody upstairs got infected. First of all, apparently this quarantine room was not sealed off very well. No, just... Well, I mean, that's, the sewage runs into the ocean. They have bodies dumped in water and in the building, so yeah, I mean... And a mouse can escape yeah. and get into the through the air vent True. or something. True. Totally makes sense, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Uh, and so they figure all this out, and then they look at their water and the water is dude there's like chunks of flesh like dropping in it bloody flesh in it so it makes no sense there was this water looked fine when they first started no i mean when they the shot looks as though someone has just dropped blood into the water yeah but we've already seen the water before this no blood and there's no blood yeah so they look down like into the uh kitchen or whatever whatever you call the bottom part of a yacht I don't know. There's a name. The for cabin. It. The the hole. The cabin. That's I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, they look down, they there's see There's a plate laying there with a syringe on it. Right. And some, all over some it. water bottles. Yeah, like and some it. water bottles yeah. and there's blood. And then they hear a gunshot. Multiple gunshots. Yeah. They, so then they then the music kicks in and then they start running out in slow motion to see what's going on. And they go upstairs and the captain has been shot to death. The dinghy is gone. Yep. And she yells, Porter. Well, no, they, he asks, he's like, why would he infect us? And she says, because we're the last two people that know who he is. Right. And, Which, right. I don't even know. Hey, right, yeah. And it makes no fucking sense. And so once again, this guy's just like basically like, fuck the entire world. I'm carrying this disease and everybody's catching it. Yeah, everybody's getting it. Right. And so then so, yeah, she yells, Porter. And that's the end of the movie. And then, yeah, she just like looks up into the sky and then it's like, boom, like long shot of the boat. End of long, movie. Long off center shaky shot. Uh, at an boat. angle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, it's, and that's, that's it. That's how it ends. I mean, that, it's. That's uh, the whole movie. Yeah. It wasn't that great of an ending. No. I would give the ending. Two out of ten. Yeah. Stars or something. Yeah. Two ending stars. Two star endings. Yes. So, it's on Netflix. You guys should check it out if you haven't seen it. I mean, it's it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, I've seen worse. I've seen movies that I didn't like at all, didn't enjoy. This one was enjoyable. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it a lot. It was good the second time through as well. You really gotta weed through that shit on Netflix, man. Yeah, there's 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 definitely like some gems there that Oh are, yeah. Like definitely not good movies, but like stuff that you could watch that's fun to watch. Yeah, there's one on there called Last Shift that I really liked a lot. Didn't expect anything at all from. I mean, it wasn't anything like was special. The, was it the hospital one? Uh, it's at a police station. Police station. Yeah, I feel like I've seen there's it. There's this girl working like the graveyard at a police station and all this crazy Oh yeah, with the happening. the serial killer family. I don't remember honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, I saw it. The on the the poster. It's got, it's got like, like a, a big smiley big, face yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is like a their pentagram on it or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, because of the devil. Also, yeah, watch that one. Yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, it actually was really it good. It's really good. So I mean, there's some stuff in there. It's, there's some hidden gems, like you said. <clears throat> this is a this is one of them. If you're just into the gory stuff, like this is definitely worth checking yeah. out. There's some cool shit in there that 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 works really well. There's a lot that doesn't work, but yeah. I mean. Let's get into the stab rating. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one. I'm gonna give this one on the stab scale. Enjoyability. 
is a five for me. Okay. Four or five. I'll, let's say four. I don't want to go yeah, no, perfect you... enjoyability score. Right. Uh, gore scale, definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a four also. So I'm going to give this eight total. Solid eight. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty solid all around. So I would give this definitely... This is a tough one because this... This makes, like... This makes me want to reevaluate the stab ratings. Man, I just don't think we've perfected it yet. No, it hasn't been, but because... It's a work in progress. Because enjoyability, I mean, I don't know that I've enjoyed many movies more than I enjoyed this. You mean like ones that we've done? Yeah, I mean, I would would have... Like, I feel like I'd have to give it a... I'm going to give it a four on enjoyability. I mean, listen, I think the most enjoyable one we've done so far, honestly, was Blood Rage. The first one we did. I love Blood Rage... Yeah, or Halloween. So well, yeah, but I mean, that's a different kind of enjoyable. I mean, I'm talking like, you know... Well, that's what, yeah, so... Okay. Like, of the low-budget, shitty stuff that yeah. was meant to be, you know, that's not seen Four, four and, uh, and a five on gore, dude. I thought the gore was was great. It doesn't take too long to get into it. There's yeah, yeah. a decent amount of it. There's four or five notable scenes. Uh, there's, so some good, there's some good gross-out body horror I stuff. I give this a nine. Damn. I give this a nine, a five and a four. Okay, all right. For, for a total of nine. That's perfectly acceptable. A story. light nine. I understand. I understand that. I mean, it is. It, it's it's enjoyable. It's one that that I would recommend for people. Yeah. For sure. I mean, if I'm going like again, IMDb rating, like yeah, three stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, out of ten. Which is about the which is I'm pretty sure pretty close to what the what this is right. on IMDb anyway. Stab rating nine. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how it works. All day, yep. Yeah. Three stars IMDB, nine stab rating. Well there it is. That is the um that there's your stab ratings for the for this episode. Yeah. So as always, you know. Do nothing. Yeah. Don't do don't subscribe. Don't do anything at all. Just don't comment. Don't even listen to don't this. Don't email us. Uh, at gorgab1985 at gmail.com. There's no at before that. I just said that yeah. because I'm used to the Twitter thing. Which uh, is at gorgab podcast. Podcast, yeah. Yeah, but don't, don't don't email us. I don't care what you have to say. Don't tweet us. No retweets. This is strictly for Daniel and myself. Yeah, we're done doing this for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares, so we don't care. So, so yeah, I mean, we're just... Anyways, anyway, thank you for listening. If you are listening, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, send us some recommendations if you want. Or yeah, like, yeah, just whatever. just tweet stuff, tweet us. I'm literally go- retracting everything I just right. said Retraction. at this point. So thank you guys very much for checking it out. If you checked it out, I'm Uncle Pony Boy. I'm here with Uncle Dunkle, Uncle Gizzle, Dunkle. Uncle Dunkle, Uncle Gizzle. Oh, yeah, okay. that was terrible. I can't believe I said that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So if you go swimming. Remember to pat yourself so you don't get swimmer's itch and drink lots of water to stay hydrated, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. If this podcast doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Hi, I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And Brennan, have you ever wondered what your favorite director directed when he wasn't busy directing the great things that he directed? Say directed more. Directed. What Sergio is trying to say is that this month on Scream 101, a horror review podcast, every weekend we will be reviewing the first film in a famous director's filmography. That he directed. But there's a twist. What twist might that be? 
these directors aren't known for horror movies, but their <gasps> first films were horror movies. Dun dun dun. Directed. Find us on cupholderradio.com or on the podcast app every weekend. Scream 101 Podcast. You gotta put it in your butt to get the most out of it. Extra mint gum. <laughs>